Welcome to a mini episode of Murder All Media. I am Dan, that is Zach, that is Travis. This week, we are diving into Zach's movie pick, the Marky Mark Jennifer Aniston vehicle rock star. Uh, Not to be confused with the Bollywood rock star of the same name. I've got a game for the guys inspired by 80s metal frontman, and Zach has a game for us that has to do with names (laughs) names <laughs> yeah that is gonna read a baby naming book to us uh, we're starting on page 93 and getting through 122 i'm gonna do both boys and girls and guess what i'm gonna do non-binary boom hey look anyway progressive anyway uh yeah so we watched rockstar uh i have seen this movie about nine thousand times and that's probably okay that's an exaggeration maybe about about like 90 times and that's not an exaggeration uh it, it was uh it was showed to me by my mother i basically grew up on this film uh travis you just saw it for yeah the very, this, this very is an interesting time. thing because this is the Real first quick, time that Every movie you've ever seen, did your mom show you it? Because every movie <laughs> that you talk about, you're, your mom you're, is you're, showing you're, you. You're, you're reminding me about the vacancy of my father right now. Right, so let's sorry, just I'm move sorry, on. I mean, I mean if it weren't for me and your mom, would you ever have seen a movie? <laughs> I, 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 I hey, struggle hey, with Brad, the idea that I might Marvel. not have. Come on now. He's... He's seen so, movies by himself, and that's why he's so. Taste this is, is the terrible. first time that you guys are insanely well versed in a film that I have never seen. So it's been a very mm, interesting yeah, experience. Yeah. Um, also, it's weird that both of you saw this movie when you were way younger, and I saw this movie for the first mm-hmm. time in my late twenties. Um, I mm. loved this movie, and I was really blown away because Dan shit all over it, and even Zach was like, "I'm sorry." I don't yeah, like it's it. So weird that you would like it. I don't like Why this don't movie. Like uh, well, many reasons, but I think the the I told you this before. I've seen it too many times. Once you've seen a movie that many times, you start to notice all of the things that don't make sense about uh, the film. I don't uh, believe that because Pulp Fiction and Fight Club, I've seen wait. Well, I mean, if the movie's really fucking good, like that's gonna happen. But when the when oh fuck, yeah, you fucked up, up, dude. <laughs> I opened Damn the door it. and you walked uh, through it. So just keep moving on. You keep walking. You, fuck, you asshole. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going as if nothing happened. Uh, anyway, so w- I've seen this movie so many fucking times. I started noticing little things about it that were just stupid or dumb or lazy in in, in terms of filmmaking. Like, kind of jumping ahead, but the the moment that uh, he, you know, the whole thing closes, he turns and he doesn't want to be a rock star anymore, right? Comes from the scene before that where uh, fucking Wormtail is like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I left my wife. Uh, I, I left my wife because I, you know, I had to take a piss and that yeah. whole thing sucked and I just left. The very next scene, he does that same exact thing with uh, Steel Dragon and it felt to me like a callback that was not earned, was introduced so so they could have this, this fucking this moment. Is the based Earliest on spoilers ever. Great. <laughs> I'm wait, so wasn't, sorry. Wasn't that but loosely based on a real thing that a rock star did? Not, not that. that I, now, if you, Art, very specifically, not not that. There is a lot of real no, uh, things they're drawing sure on. I'm pretty sure that there is a story where a rock star like walked off stage and quit the band. Like I was talking. Oh, that, that happens all the time. Okay, that's all the time. So crazy that it happens in a movie about a rock star. 
No, no, I'm not saying that that's crazy. I'm saying that it, the, the 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 on the filmmaking side of things, like they introduce this idea of of the the taking a piss right and leaving the band the way he left. Or his like wife. my dad, the scene before. I I felt like it was. I felt like same thing. <laughs> Yeah, what are you talking about? You have a lovely relationship yeah, with your father. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> what no, I'm trying to get at here is like that just struck me as like, so, yeah, a little bit. I'm kind of bitter. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> He's only choking. Never. This movie is full of little things like that. That it's, it's, it's lazy. Like even Jennifer Aniston's character. Now she is on record. I actually pulled this up because it was so ridiculous. Uh, when she was asked about how she got into the character, she said there wasn't much of a part there. I didn't know how to elevate it or make it something. I didn't know what its purpose was. <laughs> She later she later says once we developed the character because there was really nothing amazing. Then she sort of became the audience's perspective, and she the movie literally forgets about her halfway through. It's like this movie doesn't really work with her there all the time. I think she needs to start Starbucks, which is a movie theory that I'm not going to get into. I do believe that her and her friend started Starbucks in Seattle. Oh, fun! That's a fun Um, theory. Uh, Zach, why do you dislike this film? Because you're the one that fucking picked it. Okay, so. (laughs) <laughs> okay so like the worst part is is that re like okay so i haven't seen you were like movie. i want to take a page out of dan Wynn's book and make you guys watch an awful film no 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 it well you said you liked it so yeah but, well jokes on you it happened to dan one time too okay but dan and i like we've both seen this movie so many fucking times and the reason i watched it so many times is because i loved it so much um so what i I well, hold on, relax, calm down. I'm gonna tell you. Um, so like, I loved it when I was younger because I was like, "They're in the metal. I'm in the metal. This is fucking great. This is the best shit ever." The songs are fucking great. I still to this day, I fucking start humming like. Yeah, that is a that is a fucking no doubt. I think no no good do do. But anyways, um, <laughs> so like I have loved this movie since I was uh, since the first time I saw it, and uh, and I rewatched it literally today, and I was like, this movie is a straight up turd in the pool. No good. Why is it, why is it a turd? What about it is not good? Jennifer Aniston's character makes no sense because she's like this extreme. Uh, so I don't think Jennifer Anderson is that hot except for in uh, the Millers and this movie. Like she is gorgeous. Like I just want to. Mm. I like how your bro, your voice broke a little bit when you said gorgeous. <laughs> it sounded so sincere. I'm not going to lie. She is. <laughs> and uh, like, I'm not a big Jennifer Anderson fan, but in this movie, like she is so hot and she's like, she's like, like, but she's like, <laughs> With this fucking 20-something-year-old fucking loser, like, and he believes that, like, singing somebody else's songs is the way to go, like, and he makes fun of his band for, like, being like, you guys aren't into this enough. We need to be another band, like, somebody so that's already I, done You're it. not nailing the squeal, bro. Confused. So you just didn't like the fact that Mark Wahlberg is the lead singer of a tribute band? It sounds to me like that's what Zach is saying. I'm over here trying to propose legitimate reasons why this movie's bad. It's, and I will continue on. It's fucking clunky I'm, as shit. I'm talking about the story. Uh, it is, like, yeah, <clears throat> that's part of the reason why the movie's not good. Like, What like, part of the story do you, you When don't... I rewatched it, like, I'm just like, this is so... 
doesn't okay so you felt it was phony or yes that's what i'm getting at like it was it wasn't oh. believable no i, I guess there's people it's out there so like weird that. for somebody to like throw out like ah this is a terrible movie and then have nothing to back it up <laughs> yeah it's, all right all right all right doesn't look good it's not good you're, looks at. you're right travis i just don't like it anymore that's it there you go is that okay, a better cool. it got old it, it is it is it, it is like uh you know giving the audience heaping helpings of cheese throughout it is a very 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 cheesy like what movie. uh it knows that though uh, everything it was okay cheese is, is a good word but cringe is better like maybe it's just as a modern metal dude looking back at that it just it hurts okay and that's one thing the, that i uh, wanted to bring up i think that that it, that might play a bigger role in you guys enjoying this film because i'm not a musician so like a lot of the things that might bother you guys about this movie don't just go right over my head mm-hmm. that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense but I mean, it's not so much the musical stuff. It's it, it is the story elements, like the way they treat Aniston's character in the film is just hilarious. Yeah, a, she admits she admits that there really isn't anything no, for her to do in the she's fucking a plot show. Device. Follows the Jennifer Anderson podcast about Rockstar. Anderson, Jennifer Anderson, what? Anderson. Sorry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer is that, Anderson. Is that when she like marries Neo in the Matrix? Um. <laughs> I, I, I agree. I She's definitely just like a plot device. And I, I was even texting mm-hmm. Dan while watching the movie saying, if he fucking quits being a rock star to go be with Jennifer Aniston, I will fucking lose my shit because it's just such an overused plot device. Oh my God. He'd rather be in love than be a rock star. Like, I like the fact that the theme of this film is, Hey, you know what? Maybe becoming a rock star isn't what you expected. Like, you know, one of my favorite quotes comes mm-hmm. from Jim Carrey. And that's where he says, I wish that everybody in the world could have their dreams fulfilled so they could realize that it might not be what they wanted. Uh, yeah, that is that is the the thesis of this film. Yeah, which I, <laughs> I love that so much because it's like so interesting. And I was telling Dan, like, if 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 Marky Mark would have like overdosed and died and like the thing that he wanted so bad would have killed him, that would have been mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. better than like he moved back home and got with Jennifer Aniston. And he started one of the. I, now look, I tried real. Actually, I will say I liked the ending song better as an adult than as a kid. Uh, Zach, what did you think? Because I, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, "This is so stupid." At the yeah. end of it, I thought he was gonna like start grunge. I didn't or like something. that either. Uh, I also hated that song. Yeah, yeah, but as an adult, <laughs> I, I definitely liked it a lot better. Uh, and that was also when I realized that that she it, she started Starbucks uh, well, when they showed her so at her shop. And do you- anyway. Not not what we're here for. Do you think this movie is a comedy or not? I think it tries to be funny. I think some of the actors in it were straight up told this is a comedy. Uh, So, for instance, the lead singer of Third Eye Blind, um, he played the vocalist that replaces Mark Wahlberg. Um, He, in an interview, he thought he was filming a parody. Okay, and the reason Uh, why I bring up this question is because there are a lot of times where they're making fun of what's happening. Like, he quits the band. Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg quits his band or gets fired from his band. Yeah. And then when he goes to uh, be with Steel Dragon, the lead singer says almost the exact same lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that was to kind of – I think that was his first 
window into that it's not going to be any different. You think it's going to be different. You think that the gold records on the wall, you think that the huge stage and all of that is what's going to make this different. But no, it's the same bickery bullshit you're already fucking doing just with a shit ton of and money and a shit ton Boom, of Boom, I'll take it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I... I I, so that's another thing. Again, okay, this is really stupid and small, but it really bothers me. So I noticed uh, when he quits the band, he hitchhikes. Hitchhikes? I think that's right. He hitchhikes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to Seattle. And You're a famous rock star. He has millions. Yeah, that's the other thing is that at dollars. the end when he's playing that scene, like a small coffee shop, I'm like, dude, you were just the lead singer of one of the biggest bands in America, according to the story. Like your <laughs> solo project that you do after fucking Steel Dragon is going to be somewhat successful. You're not going to be playing coffee shops in fucking Seattle. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I also, also love the fucking flyer for the yeah, show. Like, says Chris Cole and yeah, band. And, it, and it's like a handwritten <laughs> flyer. <laughs> oh my god it was that was yeah, no, so, so fucking uh, great so i was uh, full of cheese uh it's, and you're it's, from wisconsin hey so uh, that's so Travis, and so that's what? why zach picked rockstar everybody so he loves so Travis, cheese all right yes uh <laughs> <laughs> so travis uh Messing. Whoa, that's like the opposite melody of the whop, 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 low-hanging fruit. Oh, wow. All right, guys. It's, anyways, it's this has been Murder All Media. Yeah, uh, thanks for yeah. listening while so, we go. Super sidetracked by that. Okay, so, so <laughs> Travis uh, let Dan and I both know that he loved this movie. And when I picked this movie, uh, I was like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have picked that movie. But Travis said he loved this movie. Travis, can you tell us why you loved this movie? So uh, one thing that it did for me that I look for in a film is that I, I didn't really know where the movie was going. Like when he, have you never followed a fucking rock band ever? Like followed a rock band? Like, yeah. Like their story. Oh no, no. I don't care that much about music. Like that's, okay. I'm a movie guy. <laughs> uh, so like at no point in time was I like, Oh, well this is going to happen next. Well, I'm, that's not true. Like a little bit towards the end, I was like, Oh, he's going to get fed up of being a rock star, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure if he was going to go chase after Aniston or die of a drug overdose. I, I guess I should have known because Warner brothers made the movie that they're not going to kill off the fucking protagonist. <laughs> but speaking of protagonist, uh-huh. who was the antagonist in this film? I would like to hear your thoughts. I'm glad that you asked that. I think that is a fucking great question. I think it's Chris himself is the antagonist. Yeah, he's both. he's both. I think that it's the tour manager. Oh, no. He's like totally on board with but whatever. He's, always, he's not on board with everything. He's always trying to figure out a way to separate Aniston and fucking Mark Wahlberg and get him on drugs. Matt, that's okay, because okay, he's yeah, trying so to he's suck a, him yeah, into the rock star right. thing. Yeah, that's and if definitely the, the antagonist. If... if I don't know. I feel like he showed the slightest bit of wanting to get out, and Matt was just like, "Yeah, dude, fucking do what you got to do." Real quick, real quick. Sorry. Side note: Have Does he say that, lately? or does he try and convince yeah. him to leave yeah. his wife? No. You, wait. So you read that scene the opposite yeah. way? You read that scene like he was he was being like, "Yo, you don't need wives. Wives are stupid." I left my wife. I'm looking. I'm kicking. I'm. He says he delivers it so like. Sad though, like yeah, like he would look at him and be like, "So I'm glad you did that, but I'm definitely not going to do what you're doing (laughs) for sure." I 
no, no. I feel like I feel like okay. So weird question, Travis. But yourself in the same situation, you're not allowed to write songs for the band you're in. Okay. Oh, that'd be like you working on a film. You finally get in with the guys you want to make movies with, but they don't want any of your ideas. They just want you to stand there and say the lines that they fucking wrote with no room to move. Like, is that? Do you? Oh, this is you, like you definitely want to a made up that? scenario. Of course, if, if, Tar- if Tarantino right. came to me tomorrow and was like, hey, Travis, I would like you to help work on the production side of this film, but you get absolutely zero creative control, I would cream well, my different. pants. Would oh, fucking yeah. cream my fucking pants. Okay, but for how long? I'm yeah, working on a Tarantino movie. If, you, if I can do that for the rest of my life, I'm fucking in. But you don't know. You don't know. Right. Like that makes sense no 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 zach it makes sense why he why you read this movie the way you read it because for other people like for like myself okay like i have to have a creative voice or i don't want to be a part yeah, of the thing but in the movie he doesn't want a creative voice like when his no, buddy's he like hey he we need to bring in mimic. our own music he's like fuck yeah. that we are fucking i keep wanting to say blood diamond that's the top of the film though I'm I'm referencing these. So after after they they go on tour, he's replaced. Bobby yeah, no, Beans, I remember right? the movie. They, they, I I know what you're saying, but <laughs> but when he is getting upset about that, it's just to show that what that isn't what he really wanted in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. yeah, but in the beginning, well, yeah, of the I movie, think that, but like when he actually is a part of the band, that changes. Yeah, he he once created yeah. control. Right. Right. Yeah, his character develops and like so there's a scene really early on in the film where she starts to sing a song that he wrote for her. It's terrible by the way. Um but uh but he she starts to sing it to him and he's like he says something that really confused me. He said I was just singing somebody else's lines and then she looks at him like what the fuck are you talking about? I thought you wrote that song. Uh and I've been confused. Actually, this started as a point, and now it's just a question to help you help me. Uh, what was going on there? Did he write that fucking song or it not? It sounds to me like he stole the lyrics. It could be like the Lennon thing, where it's like every song that's like every every word, every song that's been every song. Man, if only you sung. could fucking deliver this punchline, it'd be great. <laughs> I, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna just be in my right. cave now. Like, uh, I'm just gonna go back to saying balls every once in a while. It's trying to make sense out of fucking jokes um, does not work. You know, but I mean, like, th- I feel like we might be getting, we might be thinking way too much about this film. Like, this film actually features a dance orgy. Yeah, I think that this is the thing that we must that talk about. Just like love the idea of a rock star. Uh, mm-hmm. not well, I think it's some, supposed somebody... to give you this idea that, like, hey, you think you want to be a rock star, but do you? Like it's yeah. It's, what is the message of this? I feel like that's film. the message. Like a guy. Yeah, like, do you want to be a celebrity? No. That was in a tribute <laughs> band it. that wanted nothing more than to be the lead singer of this band. Actually becomes realized, the lead singer yeah. and realizes it's not what he wants. Right. That's yeah, a great movie. The, the, I don't understand wonder, why like, you guys don't like that. Like seeing a character go through that is such an interesting fucking journey to go on. That's why I don't understand why you guys don't like this movie. Well. Well, I, I would definitely recommend watching it another 89 okay. times. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, I don't think I need to see this movie ever again. I don't, yeah, that's, that's this movie probably has it. zero rewatchability. Other than it's interesting that the twist is that was Jennifer Aniston the whole time. <laughs> there it is. I was waiting for it this time. Hey, no. But Aniston. yeah, the only reason I had to rewatch this movie when I was a kid was so I could hear those songs. And now I have 
fucking internet and YouTube. I can just go listen to those songs well, on I don't Spotify know if you know this, they really used to have to. CDs back in the day when that movie came out. And before that, they had eight tracks. And before that, they had vinyl records. Look, do you think do you think I'm going to get my mom on the phone with Columbia to order an eight-disc fucking set of, of no, soundtracks from Columbia movies for awesome, 9 dollars you, you just tell them it's your address and then give them a name and then give them a different name. It doesn't matter. Do you really think I could have talked my mom into you just doing buy that? buy the no, soundtrack. Man. Yeah, with what money being a that child? That is literally the best off of part Lime of this Wire. movie is the soundtrack. Like, that shit's awesome. Yeah, the soundtrack's You just downloaded it off of LimeWire. Speaking when of which. When I watched this movie, I was big into Ozzy and Zach Wilde. I never caught that oh, Zach Wilde was in the fucking was in you did. I oh never caught that. me either. I never saw his <laughs> name the in the credits. Nothing. I never. I was like, I was like, I had no I idea what he looked like. Shit. I know what his crazy guitar looks like, but I don't know what he looks like. That's fair. Like I literally like, but I. It's so. I feel like such a moron because I'm like, well, you are. Like, so. Oh, okay. Thank you. You know, I, was uh, I wasn't the only one that felt this something, way. Something that also was very interesting for my watching of the film is that uh, one of my close friends is the lead singer of the Red Knot Chili Peppers. And they're in nationally touring Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. And so when the movie started, I immediately was like, oh, man, I need to call my buddy Juan and ask him, like, how he feels about this movie. And then, like, 20, 30 minutes into it, when they're kind of, like, ragging on tribute bands, I was like... Maybe Juan fucking hates Rockstar. Like, maybe he thinks this is, like, the worst representation of what it's like to be in a tribute band. What does he think about it? I've never actually asked him. Like, hey, what's it like to, like, (laughs) live as this Rockstar? Because, I don't know, it's not something I think about. Like, I don't – because he's not obsessed with that band. He was obsessed with that band when he was younger. Now he's kind of over it. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Kind of like how Marky Mark was after a while. But, um, I mean, he's been in the band for, like – Eight years, and they—they, they, I saw them in San Diego play to like three thousand people. Like they're fucking huge. But it also mm, does mm, help mm. that they their name is only one letter different than the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So people buy tickets mistakenly for their show all the time because they think they're buying Red Hot Chili Peppers tickets. That's fucked up. That's actually brilliant <laughs> and then, marketing. Plan. And then the boys fucking the boys bring it home, and people don't yep. give a shit. Uh, yeah, that, dude, tribute bands is the way to go if you want to make money. That's somebody. One of you guys mentioned this earlier, but like, yeah, like he. That is how you make money as a musician. If you're not fucking banging out hits every fucking time, there's a career there. You, if you want to be a career musician, but you're not good enough to break into the mainstream, cover someone who already has <laughs> uh, fucking. Top four? Not even kidding, dude. Top forty fucking cover bands are playing in bars for four hundred. Exactly, bucks a night. bro. And he's like, not in a cover <clears throat> band. He's in a tribute band. <laughs> tribute band. <laughs> nice. No, I love that. I I do think the movie did. I think it did want to be a parody to some degree, at least. Uh, like when you see the two tribute bands fighting over, like arguing about lapels. I don't think it gets that. That was one of the, for me the one of the funniest moments is the 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 delivery from Mark Wahlberg while he's tearing another dude apart for dressing like another other yeah. dude. Yeah, see, that was funny. That is and then also the movie ends on a blooper reel during the credits. It's like, w- did I just watch a comedy? Like, what just happened? <laughs> I feel like the movie just wanted to be whatever it wanted to be in whatever moment it was in. I agree. Uh, like, if it wanted, it, it, it's not a comedy. But like, 
I feel like there was like different people like we should put something funny in here. Like we should definitely do that. <laughs> like there was a like, Travis and Zach somewhere. It's like what if we? Yeah. What if we yeah, just did that scene over a, again, but with different characters? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It's a Dan and Travis film, and then Schlocky's like, "Here's the thing, though." We should probably put a joke there. <laughs> like, like what, if, what if before he quits, he grabs his scarves, right? Am I right? <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. No, there was, there was a lot of uh, – I'm sorry. Uh, there was a lot of, of things that happened in this film that I thought were – I didn't know what kind of fucking movie I was watching. There was like these – okay, for instance, we mentioned very briefly earlier the dance orgy scene. Which is scene fucking that, insane. It just comes out of nowhere. It really does. It is trippy as shit. It's like it's, it's like a it's scene like from climax. like a, one of those club scenes from the Matrix. Yeah, well, for like, our deep cut uh, movie fans, from, out there, it's yeah, like climax. Like, uh, what's the dance scene? Was it Matrix Three? Oh yeah, or two. I mean, any Matrix features a fucking techno dance Not room. The first one. Uh, any, it's a good one. It does. Yes, that's it where does. That's where he meets Trinity. Fuck bag. That's oh, where yeah, he follows right. the white Sorry. rabbit right. to a club. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with me on the matrix, bro. I, I gotta rewatch those. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe if you live closer to a Dolby Atmos theater, you could have seen it in Atmos. I actually once big time. I want to let everybody Dolby know Travis Atmos Campbell lives theater, in Los so. Angeles. There's Dolby Atmos theaters all over the country, guys. You could have gone to Chicago and seen it in Atmos. You know, he's not going to use that. You could have done that. It would have been weird for me to do that because I don't live in Atmos. You could have gone to Seattle and gone and seen it in Atmos. Everybody's got an Atmos (laughs) theater within an hour and a half to two hour drive of them. Do you know what Chicago is like right now? No, I'm not doing that. Why would you put me in danger like that? Not doing Um, that. Zach, have you? Segways. Uh, (laughs) I used to know a comedian that did that. He didn't have good segue jokes. He'd be like, segways are great. And then he'd go into his next bit. (laughs) Did it work? Yeah. That is amazing. Uh, no, but I did want to ask you guys a little bit about the. Now, I think one thing this movie does really, really, really good is the live shows. Now, we only get to see like a minute and a half at a time of like a live show, but they look like such insane productions. And I was very happy that they had that little, very quick montage style setup of the stage so you could see. So, like, the average person who doesn't oh, yeah, the time, you know, the time lapse video. Yeah, yes. that, was that was sick. Cool. Like, I, I think because people go to see shows, you go to you go to a fucking stadium and you just take it for granted that there's this massive stage there with thousands yeah. of lights and and these huge almost PAs. like a movie. Like people, it's but, almost like a movie. No, like I'm you saying, watch a movie it, and you don't take into effect all these massive lights and like things that needed to be rented and set up yeah but i'm sure i'm sure a time-lapsed fucking video of filming a movie would be a hell of a lot less entertaining than the fucking time lapse how much time have you spent working on set dan i'm sure it'd be a lot of people walking around and gesturing with their hands oh because you referenced the times you worked on set to say that well, you know, a point of point of point of fact, I was an extra on Nickelodeon uh, programming nice. in the early nineties. <laughs> Wait, what? How has this never Let's come up on Murder All that. Media? Let's hear about well, that. you've never asked me about my film experience, Travis. Uh, I was an extra on the show Pete and Pete when I was about four. <laughs> How did that? Happen? So, is there an episode that we could watch would... where Dan Wynn is in it? 
Dude, there might be. I don't know. We'd have to figure it out. Uh, anyway, enough. I went to the studio in Orlando. Okay, you know Universal Studios. The the I went there and they were filming Pete and Pete, and they were looking for extras that were my age, uh, four. And I got to be in there. And actually, I got in trouble uh, <laughs> because I kept. They told me to keep to to just mouth like I was talking. So they said that I kept doing this. Anyway, you guys can't see that. I, mean, I'm, I'm, I love the visual references the listeners, that we do on this show. down rapidly like a fucking crackhead. You guys can't see that. Thank you for the You're description. Welcome. Anyway, I was four. It was my first role. Give me a break. Uh, anyway, nope. uh, I, 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 they, they did end up so using you, me. They you did very accurately remember from when you were four years old what the set experience was like. Hey, Travis, what okay. is your favorite four-year-old memory? Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't have one. I don't think yeah. I can remember much no before like fifteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's a much higher number than I was expecting. Um, no, but uh, yes, to answer your question, I'm not saying that what you do is boring because that seems to be what you're thinking. I'm just saying like it is really cool nope. to see how they set up these fucking. <laughs> so, guys, uh, I believe Zach. I think you have a game for us. I, I don't know shit about it. I know it has something with names. Uh, would you like to play? I don't know why I'm so I mean, I feel like I'm, I have yeah. to. And also, <laughs> okay, I'd like an explanation choice. first, but sure. Um, yes, can so, we please know what this is? Before I sign uh, this verbal binding contract. <laughs> so, uh, you know Rockstars, right? Yeah. Not personally, but I... Rockstar names are often made up. Um, so what I'm going to do here... Like, is Izzy? I'm going to... What? Zach's like, I love interrupting people. I fucking hate it when people do it to me. <laughs> I, li- I really do. <laughs> Dude, Zach just looked at you dead-faced. Like, that was the most straight I've ever seen his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I'm going to play a game. You guys aren't invited. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we are going to play a game where... Uh, you're going to decide whether or not this person is real and a rock star, or if I made it up, but if you know who it is or guess who it is, uh, you get an extra point. Sound good? Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like something I can I can. And this win. game is called, <laughs> did Zach make these names, or are they so lames? <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love the naming of zach's bits all right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. number here. one shimewitz or camewitz and we have to guess which one is made up no yeah yeah shywitz is made up Oh. Yo, it's so stupid. It has to be oh, real. Kaimwitz. Sorry. That, fucked that up. Yeah, Kaim? made up. Kaimwitz? Yeah, I'm going to say that's All real. Right, you guys are wrong. It's Gene Simmons. Number two, Stanley Fimmel. Well, we both can't be we, we both can't be wrong because we disagreed. What did you say? Dan. I said that it I thought it said that it was real. Points for real Dan. <laughs> <laughs> all right welcome to your game zach let's move hey, forward you should check out our podcast sometime it's called murder all media <laughs> <laughs> number two stanley famel made up or not 
Uh, that sounds like a real name. It sounds like a real okay, name. It, it um, is a real name. Who is it? Uh, Stanley Famel is Axel Rose's real name. No, it's not. His last name is actually legitimately Rose. Who would have thought? It's um, actually legitimately Rose. Sweet ass. It's actually last name. Low hanging fruit. Why is Rose a cool last name, but not a cool? No, it first is a cool first name. name. Weird ass, weird ass fucking first name. I have no idea. Made up or not? Let's just come on. No idea. Is it another member of Kiss? You have to know. have uh, a choice here. So I say no. I don't. I don't know. So it it's not real. It's not real, and I don't know who it is. Or it is okay. real, and I don't know who Number it is. Number two, made up. Number three, <laughs> Jesse Cantel. Uh, that's yeah, a real Jesse, one. Sorry, uh, Jesse Cantel. That's a real one. He's Jesse the lead Cantel. singer of End Archaic, lead screamer. Uh, <laughs> his is that Jesse Casey's? Well, I said Cantel, so yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely the same person. Yeah, it's, I'm confused. Actually, I'm gonna I'm say it's a real sure person doing here. named Jesse Casey. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a real person, and it is the singer of Metal Church. Doesn't matter that you said that because it's made up. Um, number oh. four, <laughs> Brian Warner. Made oh, up. Come on. If these people are changing their names, they're doing a really stupid job. Uh, Brian Warner Brian is. Warner. Am I guess Warner? Brian Warner? Is what we're saying? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's somebody's name. This bit is not clunky at all. <laughs> because you guys, <laughs> fucking, this bit is great. You guys are fucking it up. It sounds like a real name, yes. Okay, damn. Point. Who do you think it is? Nice. Oh, okay. Who do I don't think it is? I don't know who the fuck Marilyn Brian Manson. Warner is. Oh wow. Okay. Alright. All right. I did not know that was his real name. Stanley Simon. Yes. It's a real uh real name, a member of KISS. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would have said as well. Word you guys are fucking morons. It's made up. Um, <laughs> Farouk it sounds like you just took like two dudes from Kiss, <laughs> made their name into one. Name. Uh, Farouk Balsura. That's, that's definitely okay. a name. Yeah, for sure. That has to be the coolest yeah. name. That's a name ever and a member of Poison. Okay. I think it. I think it is a real name, and I think it's the the WWF wrestler by the same name, Farouk. That's cool. Um, Farouk Balsura. His name is Freddie Mercury. Oh wow! Yep. Oh, look at that. William Rose. Credibility out the window. William <laughs> Rose is made up. That sounds like Axl Rose's name. Dan, you're right. What Saul is... Hudson. Uh, that's a real yeah. name. Uh, some country singer. I just heard that's, syllables. That's Travis Tritt's real name. Yeah, this like I'm not I'm not just like sticking with metal. Okay, so like I said, real person Travis Tritt's All real right. name. So Saul I'm, Hudson. I think that's 
I think that's the real name of Elvis Costello. I think Elvis Costello's real name is Elvis Costello, but uh, Saul Hudson is Slash. Oh, cool. Oh, interesting. I, you know, it's so funny. I almost said no Lenny Kravitz. Um, Frank Ferrana. <laughs> uh, real name. Uh, Frank Zappa's real name. Oh, that's a good good guess. Uh, I, I'll go with uh, that. That's uh, Don Henley's real name. <laughs> I think Don Henley's real name is Don Henley. <laughs> Don Henley's real um, name. Anyway. Frank Ferrana is made up as far as a rock star. Is this another question? Is nope. the answer? Uh, all right, number ten. Frank Ferrana Jr. Is real. You only get a point if you know who it is. That's so stupid. That's not what we've done the whole time. Not sure. stupid. Nope. It's my uh, game. Frank I'm Zappa. Gonna, I'm, I'm going to go I'm with going Frank Zappa again. I'll go with a different Frank Sinatra. All right, you guys are both dumb. <laughs> it's uh, Nikki Six. Cool. Oh, what a dumbass. All right. Uh, I hate this game. Just going to say You it hate right it, now. Dan, because you felt like you would excel because it's about musicians, and you and fucking I'm losing failed. miserably. Yes, yes, yes. Look, I don't care about looking fucking smart. I hate this game because I suck. I gave you both a point for that. All right. Michael Balzery. Oh, we're still playing. Yeah, we got one oh, more made, made up name. Uh, you can't make up Balzery. Uh, it's a real name. <laughs> Um, and it's well, I don't know if he knows. We're talking to Schlocky here, so Balsery is definitely something in his court. The Balsery is in his court. <laughs> uh, I think that's um, that's that's the basis for Queensrÿche. Michael Balsery. Oh, I love Queensrÿche. Clearly, you know now that you didn't get it right. Uh, yes, I, I said it was made up. Okay, these are rock stars. It's not like people that are just like, hey, I used to play in Rat. <laughs> Wait, so you only frontmen are rock stars. Okay, gotcha. No, Nikki Six is a bassist. The worst well, part like of a every band member. Okay, anyways, Michael Balzeri. <laughs> oh, here, I'll it's give you my answer for a third time. Uh, <laughs> no, made up. All right, it's Flea. Hey! All right, number 12, uh, Paul Houston. Made up. Yeah, I think made up. You guys are morons. That's Bono, dude. Cool. Come on. All right. I know him by another Man name. One. <laughs> All right, my friends. I have a game here. I'm going to go ahead and pull up my laptop so you guys can't see what I'm doing. Uh, this game's pretty simple. We are going to play a game that's very similar to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Except it's who wants to be a rock hey. star. I have researched the top five most successful 80s metal bands frontmen and created a game for you guys. I will read four real true things that the frontmen have done. All you have to do is tell me which thing happened the most recently. You'll have three life lifelines per question because I like hints. You can go 50-50. You can ask my wife or you can phone a friend. <laughs> Uh, you can you can pull a Dan and you can just ask it twice. Ask it coming up your own. You just want her to say. 
<laughs> yeah, so my wife has already taken this quiz, and I have all of That's her answers. Great. So if at any, any point, <laughs> at any point, you can go ahead and say, "What I'd is like your to wife?" Expedite saying? the playing of this game, and I go with Sam on every single question. Oh, fuck off. You can do better than that. So round one is going to be Motley Cruz Vince Neal. The okay. first thing, A, when Kelly Guerrero wanted an autograph, Vince lost his shit and pulled her to the ground by her hair. The assault was only stopped due to Nicolas Cage's intervention. <laughs> B, Vince was ordered 60 days anger management for choke slamming a sex worker from the Moonlight Bunny Ranch into a wall. <laughs> See, holy shit! Vince was this charged with vehicular manslaughter and found at fault for the death of drummer Razzle Dingley. Yeah, that's-, that's clearly a made-up name. Uh, he was driving under the influence. Or D, the Doctor Feelgood Bar and Grill is now officially open. All right, a, and we have course. to guess which one of those is fake or which one's real. All of them are real. You just guess what's the most recent. Uh, so I'm gonna say. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I'm gonna say the Wait, D, <laughs> the DUI manslaughter would be the most recent because <laughs> these are real. The DUI manslaughter, I Travis, up with Vince Neil, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say that was the most recent. Sam again. Real quick. Okay, okay. So you're going A. Uh, what about you, Zachary? Sam, real yeah, quick. He needs to hear him again. Okay, so the first one was when he beat the shit out of Kelly Guerrera. The second one was when he was ordered 60 days management for choke slamming a sex worker into a wall. The third one was vehicular manslaughter. Uh, (laughs) And the fourth one is when he opened the Dr. Feelgood Bar and Grill. I'm going to go with Dr. Feelgood Bar and Grill. That is a good guess. Both of you, fantastic guests, Travis. Yeah, is the only reason why I said that is because it's going to be pretty hard to do some of those other things after the DUI manslaughter. (laughs) <laughs> when he killed somebody um uh, oh oh oops oops i'm sorry travis you said that the yeah. manslaughter was the the oh i was super wrong man that you was guys are knocking it out of the park with your games tonight i have to say thanks man hey, hey fuck you i i what was the answer it was actually the kelly guerrera thing he beat the shit yeah, out of her and nick cage it. came to the rescue anyway no you didn't you said dr well, feel good you're both wrong it's the fine kelly guerrera hey, thing hey. We only got a couple more of these, my friends. Next, Guns N' Roses' Axel Rose. A, Axel sues Activision over claws and their use of Welcome (laughs) to the Jungle in Guitar Hero. Apparently, they were allowed to use the song as long as Slash slash Velvet Revolver were not mentioned in the game. Slash was on the cover. (laughs) Uh, B, B, Axel Rose, uh, who purportedly is not super into drugs, downs an entire bottle of pills. Because he was quote unquote frustrated. All right. Uh, C. Aaron Everly, Rose's inspiration for Sweet Child of Mine and daughter of one of the Everly brothers, sues Rose for physical and emotional abuse following the annulment of their marriage. And then finally, D. Axel, ever the humanitarian, writes a letter to the Indonesian president, Joko Widodo, in the case of Bali 9, an effort that was ultimately pointless as Bali was eventually executed. D. Which happened most recently? Uh, I'm going to say the one with his sweet child of mine, girl. D. The Everly. Uh, Good answers across the board. However, Zach is very right. Uh, It was was, was the the Widodo. That's a fun uh, name. All right. Dude, Joko Widodo is. Why did you not recognize? Like, that's so weird that he's going to put it in there. Anyways. Uh, Well, to be fair, I didn't know that happened until. Today. I didn't either until I did today. 
<laughs> All right, number three, Def Leppard's Joe Elliott. Ooh. Now, this uh, Joe, hey. Joe pisses off all of El Paso, Texas when playing in Tacoma, Arizona. After not receiving the raucous cheering he was expecting, he said, Last night we played in El Paso, that place with all the greasy Mexicans. They made a lot more noise than that. B, Joe pisses off all of hockey when he mishandles the Stanley Cup, placing it upside down at a promotional (laughs) event. He shrugged the error off saying, Oh, it's upside down. Well, never mind. Never mind. We're soccer boys. What do we know? Or C, Joe pisses off all of Canada. After playing the first Ontario Center, he remarked it stinks like 10,000 asses. <laughs> or D, Joe pisses off British music critics, magazines, fans of the Beatles, and Morrissey when he complain- complained, it's nice to walk down Oxford Street without being recognized, but then again, when music magazines write about us, they take the piss because we're not as cool as Johnny Marr, who isn't in a successful us by a million miles. Rock's plus for, for 30 years, but still, music magazines don't give rockets due. How many front covers do Paul McCartney and Morrissey need? Our albums sell more than Morrissey, so why don't we get the same kind of respect? That yeah, was it was a quote. very long Travis? quote. Uh, I'm going to go with the long quote. Yeah, same. All right, you guys are wrong. He said uh, Canada stinks like 10,000 Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> Number four, Metallica's James Hetfield. <laughs> you know, it was funny. In his bio, Joe Elliott's bio, they say that uh, it literally says that it's surprising his range with how raspy his voice is. Side note. Anyway, number four, Metallica's James Hetfield. A, James has half his face burned in a pyrotechnic malfunction, which also gave his arm, neck, and shoulders second and third degree burns. A, sorry. I'm going to go A, A. too. I'm going to go A, based (laughs) surely on his confidence. A. All right, but to be fair, we will listen to your B, C, and D. All right. I love it when you listen to my D. B, James blows out his voice. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Round of applause, everybody. <laughs> Dan made a low hanging fruit joke. Everybody, look at his D. <clears throat> I want to hear B. Sorry, guys. D, though. B. James blows out his voice, covering a song by the Anti Nowhere League called "So What." C. James takes a nasty fall into a hole that mysteriously appeared on Metallica's custom-made stage. Or D, James breaks his wrist while skateboarding, something that happened often enough that his management company actually put a clause in his contract banning him from skating. Did you skating. not realize who you were fucking doing this questionnaire for? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did know exactly who. So you guys both say Metallica. A? Yeah, it's A. You're both wrong. The nasty fall into the hole that mysteriously appeared on Metallica's custom-built stage happened in 2017. His face was burned in 1992. Do you feel like All a right. mega when fan he, now? When he, when he <laughs> fell on stage, did was his whole face bloody and he kept continuing on with the show? No. Because that no, was metal as away. fuck. When I saw that shit happen yeah, in Rockstar, I was awesome. like, I literally said out loud, that was metal as fuck. <laughs> Have you guys heard of Mayhem? That was that was uh, the band. Yeah. Oh no, I thought you were talking about the insurance commercial. Oh right, right, easy, easy to easy to confuse. Uh, <laughs> guys, the last one, our last rock star, Iron Maiden's Bruce Dickinson. Oh, the hey. siren! You guys haven't used a single hint this entire time. Congratulations! Congratulations um, to you for not making us use it. <laughs> 
You wonder why? Because none of these hints required any work from me. Uh, <laughs> Dan only has to tell the fucking hints when they took effort. <laughs> exactly, because I don't want that effort to be, you know, spoiled. Anyway, A, Bruce faces off against Olympic fencer Bartosz Piasecki in a fencing match. B, Bruce launches his own aircraft maintenance and pilot training program. C, Bruce releases his novel, The Adventures of Lord Iffy Boatrice, a book that has been described as a satirical swipe at fetishism among the upper classes, complete with a semi-transvestite titular character. Or D, Bruce's beer, Trooper, formulated with Robinson Brewing Company, sells 2.5 million pints in 40 countries. Say, there's no either C or D. Yeah, it's either C or D. I'm going to go C. All right, so I'm gonna you think go, The Adventures yep. of Lord Iffy? I'm going to go D. Well, Zach takes it, and the game with Bruce's nice. beer trooper. Uh, his fencing match happened in 2013, and his uh, book came out in 1990. Okay, so next time uh, we are watching... <laughs> The movies saw. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. Talk about this is my guilty pleasure movie. Like, I love highbrow films, but also I love me some Saw movies, man. I'm very nervous. These movies are quite gory, and I'm not a huge fan of that, but I'm on board. Let us uh, dive in and, uh, and play a game. And normally we would, we would <laughs> ask an audience engaging question right here, but we didn't come up with one. So, make so up I think your what's, own. what's the best? Yeah, make up your own question. Uh, actually, here you go. Oh, and I got one. I got one. Okay, so if you had to escape from one of Jigsaw's traps, which trap would it be? That's a great audience engagement question. Right on the spot, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I hope they feel super engaged. I hope you feel very. <laughs> I hope we're engaging you. I feel like it would be like any German dominatrix like uh, deal. I think that's probably what I would. Oh, not me. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been Murder All Media. Uh, it's a big fuck, fuck you. you. Suck him up, pee pee.